I know you're paying attention to this election. Yeah. Are Canadians generally? Do you guys well, like use the comparison? Well, yeah, we well yeah. I mean, do you sure. watch the I mean, debates? Do you, you know what I mean? Like some do, some do. Yeah. Um, the thing is, we have no idea what's going on with you guys, except the fact you no, got a you handsome guys prime minister. We have a really, we have a, a cool prime minister who staged a photo up wherein he described quantum computing. Um, right, because he went to Waterloo where there's a quantum computing uh, center, and he had just learned about it and excitedly wanted one of the press guys to ask him about it so we could talk about it. And one of the press guys, I don't know the name of the press guy, but he said, like, I know I'm supposed to ask about quantum computing, but what about ISIS? And then he ignored ISIS and then just excitedly talked about quantum computing. Good for him. Yeah, it was funny. Um, we, yeah, I mean, not all of us are going to watch it. I mean, sure. you can find people in this country who are going to know who the president is, but you can find people in your country who don't know who the president right. is. Uh, so, you know, that, that, that means nothing. But um, my way i've thought of it for a long time is you guys are the drunken dude on the lawn across the street waving a gun sure. it behooves us to know where that certainly is do we like lead the news i mean uh, like the evening news we, is it us you know well okay here's the thing as far as our media just to give you an idea yeah. of our media consumption we have um can con rules a canadian content rules yeah. for canadian broadcasters there's a required percentage of content that must be canadian um, oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see here. There's a minimum number. I don't know the percentage. They actually just changed. But anyway, so it's not it's not a huge percent, I don't think. Um, um, Canadian music, Canadian radio through content regulations. Yeah, it's like a forty percent or something. Um, I don't know about television though. I mean, is anyway? Is there so 40% we have percent worth of stuff going on in your country that's worth talking about. Well, see, that's well. There's stuff we're talking about, but we don't have the – we have much more than we used to, but we don't have the same level of uh, Hollywood kind of infrastructure. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the productions that go on in Canada are American productions because, you know, the dollar and everything. So we actually – the reason – my understanding is the reason the percentages are in place is so that Canadian broadcasters don't just reproduce Canadian – like don't – or uh, don't just rebroadcast American stuff because right. it's cheaper to license and make your stuff. Sure. So we still get the majority of the stuff we get on television – and, and everywhere that we're used to getting is America. Mm -hmm. um, so it's imagine, um, um, you know how much, like right now there's a shift with like the large movies with Hollywood blockbusters is that uh, China and, and international markets becoming much larger mm -hmm. um, than they've ever been because they're finally allowing these movies in and they're like, hey, we really love the Avengers because language doesn't really matter. It just looks cool. Right. Um, Civil War has already grossed 200 million uh, foreign over the last two weeks before the things even opened domestic. So, wow. Um, yeah. So it's much more important, right? So it's a percentage. But you know how how interested you guys are in watching um, movies from China? Oh, we're, you know yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Right. Big market so here. Kind of. Yeah. Our default is to be basically treating Canadian content like it's content from China. <laughs> Like not not everyone by a stretch, obviously, yeah. but but like generally speaking, it's like we see commercials for your stuff. We see, yeah. you know, the TV shows, and we get upset because some of your shows are locked in America only. And we're like, we would like to see that because that looks cool, because that's where the TV stuff is. So we've been building up. Um, I'm using royally, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, been building up, meaning the Queen. The Queen has been building up stuff. Yeah, we actually do a similar thing with content from Quebec, actually. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> if it's like French language stuff, we're like, oh, go fuck yourself. You know, um, having, being from New Jersey, I, I can imagine it must be similar because uh, the, 
you know, there's not a whole lot of original um, broadcasting going on in New Jersey, except for like radio, like really hyper local yeah. stuff. But otherwise, everything we get is from the media markets of Philadelphia and New York City. And that just drenches yeah. the entire state. And that's and that's all we have. Um, I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but I can see a parallel. But yeah, the longer to answer the question is we 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 do pay attention. We actually we kind of do a blurring sometimes because it sometimes feels like yours is ours. It's never mm. reciprocated. No. But we get it so much that we sort of like we have, you know, um, we spend a lot more. Probably I, I assume the average Canadian actually spends more time considering the American president, the Canadian prime minister, uh, to be perfect. Then. Sure. Um, so like we, on your like your news shows and stuff. So your you know, like cable chit chat or whatever or or roundtable Sunday morning discussion. Yeah. Is that is that talking about us? Do you guys like like is half of it us? Oh yeah. Listen, I guess the way to put it to to use an American uh, not ism, but anyway, uh, the the idea of trickle down economics mm-hmm. uh, it maybe finds expression in our uh, the trickle down media and mm. that we get you all your stuff and we do get it. <laughs> On behalf of the United it, States, I apologize. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's you know, it's it is what it is or whatever. But yeah, so we're we are aware. Yeah, um, not every like most people are not going to be aware of probably the real minutia. But then most people in America oh yeah are either. So where I'm like I'm in a bubble in a bubble or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're in a bubble. So yeah, okay, but um. I think I think people like people. I don't know how many people know about Fiorina, um, but certainly everyone is following. Like uh, friends of mine are like really opinionated about Sanders, mm-hmm. and there's some of the people who I, I will point to when I'm or who I will be referring to anyway when I am sort of bemoaning these people who are like not just hopeful, but well, he's winning if you ignore and like that video that yeah. the college humor video where it's like well, we don't count the super delegates unless they're voting for Sanders, right? <laughs> you know. Um, so we there, there is a strong opinion, and there is a sense, um, unfortunately, I think a correct sense that where you know where goes the U.S., so goes the world in, mm-hmm. in so many ways. So so we understand those stakes because yeah. we also will follow along because we kind of have to. Yeah, I mean, you obviously have a stake. I mean, there, that, there's yeah. no question there. It's just a matter of. To, I was just curious as to what degree you guys were. Um, you know, if you were enthralled in the same way that our yeah, media and is. It's also. It's also. Oh, humorous because you guys are advanced in some ways but you're so retrograde in so many other ways mm-hmm. and i'm especially with the bernie sanders thing and like everyone's freaking out about bernie sanders within america but it's like as the rest of the planet points out he ain't fringe no globally no he's just talking about normal common sense things from our perspective it's like oh yeah health care for people that's a terrible idea um and like we've got supposedly um one of our ministers is like putting no, I think she has actually just like a couple of weeks ago put forth a proposal for actually for actually straight up legalizing marijuana countrywide. Nice, like just boom. Um, and then we have the pilot programs about universal basic income. We have the pilot programs for that, you know, the no homelessness thing. And uh, well, I still don't know if it's a pilot program or just something the country did. We talked about that um, in Medicine Hat. The Republican Party Hat. would actually drop a nuclear weapon on the United States before <laughs> any of those things would actually happen here. Um, they think they're doing that by burning their voter cards, I think. Oh. Um, but so, yeah, so in some, but you guys, you guys have like cool stuff. <laughs> we have Silicon um, Valley, huh? Suck it. Have, we have, uh, Kitchener Waterloo has been built up pretty good. Actually, the last while we got a Google office there. We got Facebook offices there. We got all sorts Ooh, of branch offices. There. Yeah. Well, that's where Blackberry came from. Yeah. They're doing um, well. 
<laughs> not everything lasts forever. No, indeed. Indeed. Um, but, um, yeah. Anyway, so Fearing is, um, she's, I guess she'll be around at some point. Although Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson, followed through on his weird implication that Trump was presumably illegally offering him a position in his organization for his, in exchange for support <laughs> by saying, yeah, I'm part of the committee helping to decide who his VP running mate is. And theoretically, one of those people, unless it was a joke um, uh, that Trump is open to, is Ted Cruz. He's a lion Ted. Yeah. Uh, I just um, don't. Uh, and I can I can say that, and that isn't even a joke. The Republicans That's are also falling part. in line, and which I predicted, by the way, the Republicans would all fall in line, except for just a couple, hand, you know, a couple outliers. Mitt Romney has said he's not going to vote for either of them. Jeb Bush says he's not going to vote for either of them. Bob Dole just came out and endorsed Donald Trump. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. And, uh, Bob Dole really hates Ted Cruz, apparently. Yeah, well, Dick Cheney um, endorsed Donald Trump. Yeah, well, gosh, one guy who's like hyper-capitalist endorsing another no, guy. No, I know. Like I mean, it's but my, my whole, but everybody was like, well, the Republican Party is going to rip itself in two, and, and uh, there's going to be this there's big a, faction yeah, that's going to break off. There's not. There's going to be a couple people who hold their breath and say they're not playing, and, and that's it, you know? And everybody else will just fall in line. Uh, Boehner, no. Former former Speaker of the House, no. Current Boehner Speaker says he's not going to vote no. for Trump? Yeah, well, I believe so. I mean, I, I know he so. said he would never vote for Cruz. Mm, I could be complaining those two yeah. things. Anyway, current Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, um, has said that he is not going to vote for Trump. He's well, not he ready said he's not to ready to, to, endorse to endorse him or anything like that, which yeah. to me, that's just, you know, everybody's really playing that, that particular story up a lot. And I feel like yeah. that's more just Paul Ryan uh, telegraphing to Trump behave. You know, there's yeah, no way is, he doesn't he doesn't back him. There's no way. I don't know. He's the speaker of know. the house. He's he's right now the head of the party for all intents and purposes. You know, until Trump oh, officially kind of takes it over at the convention. You know. Um. Well, then he would be the person in the position to actually go tell Trump to go fuck himself, right? If he wants to torpedo like, the uh, chance of a Republican White House, yeah. But I don't think Paul well, Ryan would ever do that. Wait, well, how would that work? Because I mean, I think that I think the lesson of the last eight years, the Republicans in the in the Senate are just doing whatever the hell they want to do, right? In in both houses of Congress, yeah, more or less. Mostly yeah, I mean, House, so though. aren't they? They're operating in some different reality. They are, but Paul Ryan really is intercede. a different creature. You know, he's definitely a creature of the establishment. He's a little more trusted by the crazies, but he's definitely more of the establishment. Oh, I mean, I mean, in the sense that you, you you made that statement, like like Trump would get him, and I just like, what could Trump do if if Obama couldn't get Boehner? Oh, oh, I, I, I'm just you know talking like I mean? straight up, like, will Paul Ryan at some point come out and say, yeah, I'm voting for Trump, I endorse him, and I'm saying, yes, he will do that. Um, yeah, because I'm saying like that, I'm saying he could be the person not to, and, it, and he wouldn't really face any, like, what consequences would he face? Because what could Trump do to him? Oh, I see what saying. you're saying. Because, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. The last eight years is basically like just a, a litany of ways in which the your you know your governing bodies can go tell the president to f themselves. Yeah, I just feel like the rest of the establishment though is 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 going to decide that it's better just to hold our noses and get behind the guy. Like I agree. Like there's not much that could be done to Paul Ryan as a result. I think Paul Ryan will decide it's the best course. That it's just the wisest um, thing to do at this point. Yeah, I mean, unless they. I guess. I mean, there's a talk about them floating the third, like the independent candidate, yeah, or the other Republican. Yeah, candidate. it's it's not going to happen. 
But if they did that, at least, and this is me, you know, obviously just talking out of my butt as that's really the only place I talk Indeed. about. Indeed. Right, is, you know, it seems like if they're like, okay, you know, we're going to, they're, they're going to lose. Trump's not going to win. Right. Right. Probably. Not going to win. Right. He, he, I said he, it here, he folks. Just, he's not. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a terrifying prospect to people like, oh, everyone just calm down. Trump's not going to win. It's like, no, 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 no. You're not calm down in the meantime. And also, part of the reason he might that he won't win is because people are not calming down. Yeah, that's that's like Y2K only didn't happen as a big thing because people were fixing stuff. Right. <laughs> like that's <laughs> like that's how that works. Yeah. Is you have to be freaked out for a while. Um, but you know, if if some of the people in the party were like, oh, we have this independent candidate who's got more say. Uh, depends on who they pick. Obviously, if they pick Cruz and like we're going to float Cruz as an independent candidate, yeah. what I'm about to say makes no yeah. sense. But if they have someone who's actually like. Because there's a branding thing, the, it's it's going to be harder for them to sort of bounce back if Trump loses, right? Like we went full crazy, we have to go somewhere else. So if they did the independent thing, they could be like, "Look, this is a sign we're trying to right the it's ship." Like a or release whatever, of a pressure gonna, valve kind of thing. Yeah, we're going to lose this election, but that allows us next time to say, "Look, we ended up doing what was right for the country." Yeah, there might. Please be- now forget. Forget the decades of shit that we put it. Forget the fact that we were the ones who drove everyone off a cliff, but we found a rope. Yeah, there might be individuals who might be inclined to do that, but I, but the party as a whole, and you can hear that from Reince Priebus, the RNC chair, who said, hey, everybody, we're falling in line. I mean, he said so, you know. Uh, Trump mm-hmm. is our nominee. Um, so I feel like as far like the Republican Party as an organization has has made the call. You know, they're there for Trump. Now, will there be a sufficient like a quorum, as it were, a sufficient number of of uh, I was sufficiently important Republican office holders and, and leaders and stuff who decide to break off and support somebody else just as just so they can say they did. Uh, you know, I guess that's possible. But it's not well, like the Republican Party is going to go. Uh, we're we messed up. We're going to float somebody else and let all hell break loose like this is done this is happening the republicans are behind trump well i guess i guess part of the way i mean that is like it would seem crazy because you'd be like oh you wanted to ignore a huge amount of time and pretend that you're somehow the rational ones whatever yeah exactly yeah no but but they have spent um eight years saying the economy is getting progressively worse despite the fact the economy is getting progressively better Mm -hmm. and have convinced a huge amount of 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 their members that they are correct. Mm-hmm. They just keep repeating the same thing. So if they change the narrative to Donald Trump is the blight and here we tried to fix it and this time, you know, then that will be the narrative for the next few year, four years. And then they'll be like, look, this is reality. We that got like we're better than this or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, that That's in the context of that. That seems less crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy, but it's still like that's what it works. That thing works. Right. You just repeat the same thing. over. And yeah. Over again yeah. The only scenario I can envision is uh, a a candidacy supported by a number of, of folks who just who float this person as an understanding that it's a torpedo and that it's just we're we're sending this person out and we're just going to suffer through a Hillary Clinton presidency um, because there's zero chance that any such person would ever become a viable candidate. Oh, no, I know exactly. But that would be that's what I'm saying. You, you they would be that the act, the purpose of that would not be to win. Yeah. That would be safe look among individuals. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not suggesting like the whole party would do that, but you just need enough 
people or to, to sort of do that. And then they can say, hey, we represent the party later and try yeah. to change Yeah, oh, that's narrative. true. Yeah, that's true. But so that would saying, be people like maybe like – I mean they're lying. They right, be they'd be lying. lying. So you'd have someone like – you'd have like Mitt Romney do that. You'd have Jeb Bush behind that. You might have Lindsey Graham, right? But then uh, – And then that would – that could also – that would also allow um, – if that happens – Presumably that would allow um, uh, Clinton and the Democrats to sort of get along with him and say, OK, we're going to choose, you know, we're going to we're going to agree to the fiction as well that Trump isn't exactly what you wanted right. <laughs> um, for eight years. No, yeah. no, because that's, you know, so the, the wheels keep turning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So that would allow both sides to be like, all right, we're going to we're going to pretend there's no booze in that can in a paper bag. Um, which I was just thinking of the difference between Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. Was that Donald Trump did not bother to put the paper bag over his his beer, and <laughs> Cruz Cruz is just pointing at it, going, "He's drinking alcohol." While Cruz is blitzed off of his ass. So, anyway, he won't win. Yeah. Is my point. No. <laughs> That's not my point. But I, I'm introducing I, a new point. I, he won't win. People are. Uh, I, I know some people not. are scared. Some people are getting scared, and that's fine. You know, I. I I, I was I was worried that um, what's her name Palin and McCain were going to win. They had much more of a shot. I think. Yeah, they did. Um, they did. And and frankly, if the uh, if the uh, economy hadn't tanked, if the whole Lehman Brothers thing hadn't happened and whatnot, uh, it it would have been a lot closer. Would have been a lot closer. And I'm not yeah. so sure we necessarily would have won that one. Um, and I was a little scared about Romney too because he was doing really well, yeah. and then he he nailed Obama in that first debate. The, the yeah. oh my god it was just a complete drubbing and i was like i think i'm gonna vote for romney now you know it was just uh, a complete drubbing there but boy it was not even it really turned out not to be close mm-hmm. and so now with with just i mean if you look at an electoral college map right now and where uh you know you've got the particular states where hillary's absolutely gonna win no doubt about it and the states where trump is absolutely gonna win no doubt about it and then you have like the toss-ups like you there is no yeah. plausible scenario right now where Trump can cross the threshold to 270 electoral votes. The the well yeah, but the problem with that thinking is everyone immediately not not I cuz I from the moment was like yeah, he makes absolute sense as a candidate. But most people um were like, "Oh, there's no way he's going to he's a joke candidate. He's not going to be taken right. serious by anyone who's voting for him." So I think the danger there is to be like, "Oh, well, he's not, he's absolutely not going to win these." Like, well, maybe. Well, that no, that that's absolutely true. And somebody else tweeted this and it was it was just the right point actually because Early on, when Trump announced and everybody was treating him like a joke candidate, he was leading in the polls, right? And the polls— Yeah, and I wrote a book about him. I took him so serious. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and that held. I mean, he kept—more or yeah. less, he kept the lead entirely through the primary process, you know? Yep. And so the polls, once again, are telling us that, you know, that Hillary is going to beat him, you know? That the Electoral College right now shows that it's going to be an Electoral College drubbing right now. Does the polls say so? And it's yeah. hard for me to imagine a scenario. It's not like these are are unknown quantities. It's not like people are going to be introduced to Donald Trump for the first time or introduced to Hillary Clinton for the first time. These are two of the most overexposed human beings in the history of uh, of the world. So no, it's true. But but if Trump is doing his salesman tactic right now, where he's trying to be a little more austere, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. People are gonna. Some, there are a number of people who are gonna fall for that. There's sure. people who are, who are like, "Oh, I thought he was a dick, but okay, sounding's better." Because that's we're we're stupid as a species. That is true, we're, we're and he'll more. get a lot of positive press um, because he's Donald Trump. It just, it just, yeah, and, and so they'll they'll get a lot of like, "Oh, is he is he now being a serious candidate?" Donald oh, Trump is a lot to be of that. serious candidate. Yeah. And then the people will be like, "Oh, he's okay, cool." 
so he I like some of his ideas, but the thing that turned me off from him was it kind of all of most of his personality, but he's not talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, you know, and that'll um, get played whereas, up really hard too. So so the slightest yeah, yeah. change will get played as though it's a big transformation. And conversely, every time Hillary Clinton like scratches an itch or something, it's going to be a scandal. Yeah. Uh, it is, although there was a good, did you see uh, the Clinton campaign already put out a, an anti-Trump ad? Oh, it's great. Did you see did. it? It's it's beautiful. And it was it was uh, the, the ad, um, I don't have a link to it, Paul, if you have a link to it, you put it in the Yeah, thing. I don't have any ad right now. Yeah. Um, it's an ad comprised entirely of footage of Republican higher-ups just slamming Trump. Savaging him. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just really insulting him. Um, you always have this happening in the primaries, right? And the, and the, and yeah. the opposing candidate can always use the attacks from the primaries to just throw them right back at them. But this is something different, right? This is like, yeah. not like, oh, he's not a real conservative. This is like, he is a horrible person. He is a monster. He is a race baiter. He is a bigot. He is a whatever. It, it's, yeah. it's really atrocious. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good, and it's it's kind of paints him like Ted Cruz. I mean, people like Donald Trump, yeah, but it's sort of like the 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 apparent reality is that nobody likes Ted Cruz, and it's like because he's a horrible dickbag, um, right. and it's like oh, Trump is also a horrible dickbag. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, as the race goes on, I, I the people that I've talked to about this who you know, tend to be like uh, one of my colleagues is a Bernie supporter. Right. But she's not like one of those nut jobs. But, uh, you know, she's, she's not she's, a real Bernie supporter. She's scared. Of, yeah, right. She's she's scared of Trump. <laughs> and she's like, but you know what? We underestimated him before. And he's going to you know, he's going to uh, appeal to some people uh, who are Democrats, who are conservatives or, or what are blue collar or something. And and and, you know, maybe maybe. But I just don't think that the the facts bear that out. But if you we want to know for sure. Watch the polls in Ohio and in Pennsylvania. If he yeah, the is question moving is, I mean, Pennsylvania, then we should be shitting our pants. Uh, it, it seems like there are probably, I mean, there are people that um, Clinton is not going to get back from Bernie Sanders because those people are being dumb. Um, I, I imagine that's just a small, small number. I, it, well, it's hard to tell because they're like you hear those people talking. But then also there are the people who are saying, I'm going to vote for I'm Like Trump is such a bad idea as a Republican. I'm going to vote for Hillary. Yeah. And that's probably also very small, but that maybe they cancel each other out. Yeah. Um, who knows? They're also, they're, those I, people are definitely going to be the loudest, right? So the people who are for, yeah, for no, Bernie that's hard to tell, and yeah. are mad about Hillary, yada, 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 they're the loudest. And there's like five of them. Right? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm exaggerating, but the, they are not going to there's be enough four. to tip a state, put it that way. Yeah. I mean, and then, you you know, you see the, the poll about how we pay, you know, how we uh, is, is perceived of with latino voters mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that like i mean that stuff is gonna some and of that stuff women women are not gonna vote for this guy you know there th- are women who like him though some yes there are some, some hispanic people who like him you know there are some african-americans yeah. who like him but i'm saying like uh, the like the chance yeah. for the historic presidency of of a woman president plus the fact that the one opposing said potential woman president is this monstrous misogynist douchebag uh you know it's going to it's going to rally more women to come out to vote it's going to rally uh people who are on the women who are on the fence ideologically to go over to Hillary you know what i mean it's it, yeah. it's going to be that is going to be huge and and all the other demographic factors you know are off, are going to contribute but that's going to be such a a slam on that guy. Um, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Now I could uh, be wrong, but I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, I I hope. 
I hope it will it will be well, presumably Hillary Clinton at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly hope. Of course, <laughs> I just like, Although, uh, I would be more afraid if there was some sort of evidence that uh, that he could appeal across these divides and stuff. And while some of his positions are not co- conservative Republican positions, um, he the his boorishness and you know and his uh you know the the race baiting the uh yeah. the xenophobia you know that kind of stuff it's gonna matter like that stuff matters and and people get turned off by that you know particularly people who are into presidential yeah, he, elections well he i mean it's very clever of him as a tactic because he's as this he's being a businessman so he's like well i can i can get this by appealing to this one group who's underserved, right. who can vote me into the primary, and now he's like, "Oh, now I've got that. Now I'm going to have to appeal to this other audience." But then it's like, "There's tape, dude. Yeah, there's you know, <laughs> there's a written record. Again, and a maybe he's that good though. Listen. Maybe he's that good, and he maybe. can. And he, you know, I mean, it, to lesser degrees, other candidates have pulled it off, right? Like George W. Bush, who runs as the conservative in the primaries, and then when the general election tries to come off as just I'm I'm a slightly more conservative Bill Clinton, you know, and yeah. And he wins. Sort of. No, actually, he loses, but <laughs> he gets to be president anyway. Uh, yeah. But uh, so, I mean, you see that to varying degrees here and there. But um, I, I can't imagine anybody making such a pivot that Trump would have to make. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my friend Dan Lyons, who's totally now like a best-selling author, mm-hmm. disrupted his book about his year. Where is it? Two, two years? A year or two working at HubSpot. Right. Actually, I keep meaning to buy the book. It's, it's, let's see if I can get him on the show. Cool. Yeah, anyway, he's pretty busy. He was also a writer for Silicon Valley Indeed. for part of a for season two. Um, he made the joke on Facebook the other day that if Trump wins, he hopes that when he goes to see Putin, Putin will give him like this gold crusted box and he'll open it and there'll just be tiny gloves. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say it'd be his dick in a box. No, <laughs> but I I was like, oh man, that would be great if he had like a if all of the country like all of the world leaders just picked up on that and everywhere <laughs> he went, they just gave him tiny gloves. <laughs> because <laughs> no one's going to respect that asshole i mean oh like uh, th- like you think that people who are like hey let's go behind obama's back to deal with you know other countries like the republicans would totally do that yeah. to their own guy um so anyway um it's um interesting times. yeah i guess exciting technically it's gonna be an ugly campaign but, like, but it'll be a beautiful election yeah. night uh hopefully Hopefully. I said it here, folks. I've been right about everything this campaign for the first time in my life. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess I thought that Bernie Sanders would make it. I thought it would be Trump and Sanders. Really? But I told you that on the show like five times. Well, I don't think you told me that you th- really thought he was going to pull um, it out. That I thought so. I I kind of did. You told me I you hoped like, you would. I hoped, and I kind of was. That was still what I was thinking. I was thinking he would pull it out. I think. Um, cause like Obama was a long shot and from, yeah. I was like, yeah, I listened to his podcast. He seems like a nice dude. <laughs> I want him to, I want him to, I remember it. the Barack Obama um, podcast. I remember that. Yeah. I, I subscribed to uh, that. Yeah. I, which was like, I'm, why am I listening to this like Senator in another country? <laughs> cause you just seem like a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a, a caring dude. Um, so when everyone else was like, who is this Barack Obama guy running for president? I was like, I know who that guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't edge in like one conversation once. Um, but what was I saying? I don't remember. Uh, you you, you thought it was going to be Bernie. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Thought, hope, probably a mix of yeah, the sure. two. I don't, I don't know. Um, I would have been fine yeah. with Bernie. That would have been fine by me. I so a lot of people are saying like it's interesting to look at the people their interpretation of the things as people say like look the polling currently shows that Bernie Sanders will would be the one of the of Hillary and Bernie would do better. Um, but you have these people that put their other you know other posts out like look all he has to do is say communist and people are going to just run away and it's like but people already know he's a communist but it's which feels like you know that he can just like this is how he would be defeated in like five seconds if it was Trump. Yeah. Um, and it's like I, I, it's, it's always hard to tell because it's like I guess and people get scared and and but I feel like most of those attacks probably don't in both cases don't really move the needle yeah um, because it's like if you're a Trump guy you're like yeah I fucking knew it this guy was a dick bag but you're not changing your vote um, you know like so it's it's hard to tell whether that would actually yeah that's a, you know I haven't really given a lot of serious thought to what a general election between two that would be like because I just found the the idea that. Sanders would ever win would would be implausible that he would be get the nominee get the nomination. Um, I do think it would be closer than people give it credit for. I, I I don't know who would win that election. I think it would be pretty close. I do think that the attacks against Sanders as a as you know socialist whatever are are yeah. meaningful, but I don't know if they're as meaningful as but, but he's a you know that he would be like the grumpy old man. You know. Um, no, and I think the problem is um, like there was in. Um uh, when McCain was running, and it was one of the town hall meetings or whatever, and he there was a woman asking a question, and she's like, "Don't you worry about that Obama because he's a Muslim." Right. And then uh, McCain says, "No, ma'am, we just disagree on some things. He's a good man." Right. But she he says, "No, ma'am, he's not a Muslim." He didn't say it doesn't matter. Right. He's a good man. Yeah. He says he's he said, no, not no, a Muslim. Don't worry. As the contrary to that, he's a good man. Right. Yes. Exactly. Um. And and. And Sanders being hit with you're a communist or whatever, or you're a socialist, he's not going to be like, no, 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 He's just like, you know, he's not going to shy from that, right? He's already been dealing with that sure. by the people in the Democratic Party. So I feel like if that becomes more of an issue, I feel like if it's one of those things where you hide from it, right? Like, feel mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm not going to respond to these claims that I'm a communist or whatever. Right. But if he's like, look, I'm describing what to this be, is. To be clear to listeners, is, he's not a communist. He is a democratic socialist, just to be clear about but, that. But, I mean, that would not be the language that Trump would use. That's it's true. like, you really want a commie running? Well, if he did say McCarthy that, then, was, then in the yeah. debate, he would be like, no, I'm not. I'm a socialist. And then America right. would go like, what's the difference? And, <laughs> and Sanders would explain it. And then, but then that doesn't stop Trump from continuing to hit him with it because, like, Lion Ted, Lion Ted, oh, Lion yeah. Ted, or Trump, you said something factually incorrect. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't say no, that thing I you didn't. just said, or you're wrong about it, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what'll be know. interesting about this particular campaign is that facts will have less to do with it than they even usually do. Um, yeah. Just because he will just say things, right? He'll just say things and about Hillary or whatever, and it doesn't matter whether or not they'll tr- they're true, and they will get printed as though they are true, or just because yeah. that's how the content mill churns. It's not even. It's not even like you know. It's just television. It's just good television. Yeah, it's it's all that it is. Some outlet is going to type. You know, is going to write a lie about Hillary as though it were true. They're just going to say Trump says this about Hillary, and that'll that'll stick, right? And so Hillary will try to say things about <laughs> Trump, and Trump will be like, "No," and and that and yeah. you know, and she'll get unfairly treated for being you know, like newspapers will print in a few months. Um, uh, Donald Trump says Hillary Hillary Clinton sort of vagina shut because she doesn't need it anymore. Um, it'll just be a random thing, and there it'll uh, be. Yeah, it's like prove me wrong, America. 
Like, unless you take your pants yeah, off. Yeah, you'd be like, I invite yeah. Hillary Clinton to prove to us this is not so. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, although he did get, from what I understand, fairly immediately rebuked when he claimed that Hillary Clinton started the birther movement. Did he? Which was his thing. I, I, yeah, I know he, did. he made that claim. I know he did. Like the, the other day. He, but he, he, well, he popularized it in large part. Certainly Clinton didn't. Oh, um, no. And, and, and to be clear, I mean, to the best of my understanding, the way the, the, the shade of truth about that is that when in the midst of the 08 primaries, when Hillary was asked, uh, is, is Obama a Muslim? Um, she, her answer was, you know, in Hillary fashion, uh, kind of mushy, you know, like as yeah. far as I know, he is not, you know, which makes, you know, which makes me go, oh, for the for the love of Christ, just, you know, just say no, just say no, don't be like that. Uh, no, but you should say, who cares? Like, that should be, yes. like, yes. no, but who gives a shit? Because, but she didn't. Um, she did that kind of shitty. She did the thing that people hate Hillary for. You know what I mean? And yeah. and so that's. But and that was enough. And so so Trump can say, hey, hey, she was like this. You know, she started all this. No, it's true. But but I mean, he he, he was overstepping the claim. Yes, um, definitely, definitely. That's the see. That's the kind of thing brother. that that makes me that worries me about this election. Because as confident as I am, I know that the pitfalls are those kinds of Hillary answers, right? Where she she's gonna she's got a million things running around in her head and she chooses this kind of squishy pseudo middle path you know i hope she doesn't have people like mark penn on her campaign i hope she's got people who are smarter than she had on her 08 campaign this time around i don't really know who's behind the scenes this time uh i I hope it's not that guy though because that he was mark penn was a unmitigated disaster for her um if for people who don't know he's a pollster and uh, he actually wound up working for Microsoft, actually, in the past few years. He doesn't work there now. But he pushed a lot of this. We really need to push the un-Americanness of Obama in the primaries. And I don't know where that, like, that one picture of Obama in his, like, what was kind of like some sort of ceremonial dress or something for Indonesia or something he was he was dressed in. And there was this old picture of him and it was going to get passed around. People said it came from the campaign. I don't know if it came from the Clinton campaign. It came, I was on the Clinton campaign when that thing came out. I and, I and I have no knowledge of where that actually came from. But I hope to God it didn't come from uh, people in the Clinton campaign. But if it did, I hope those people mm-hmm. are gone. I hope those people are gone. I think she is better than that. I don't know if the people around her are always better than that. Put it that way. Do you have any interest in uh, talking about your recent uh, uh, bad news, or, or um, do you want to not? I don't know. Bring I mean, um, how are you guys? Um, well, I'm doing a little better than Maddie, but uh, I saw her most recent post. Hard. Yeah. Um, it's we uh, don't have to talk about it at all on the show, or we can talk no, about no, it now. I, just, and not I mean, put I, it in the I, show. I, I just like, wanted to leave, make sure we, we didn't ignore it. We can. I mean, it's really a question of how much of my blubbering you want to edit out. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's like, I haven't written anything on Facebook about it yet just cause I'm trying to, I, I mean, I, in my head, I've written a bunch of stuff. I just haven't to sit down and do it. It's just kind of hard. But if we decide um, to put this in the show so people know you had to put down your dog. Recently. Yeah. Our, our 10 year old, um, chocolate lab, uh, ginger, she had her legs were really bad. She, a couple of years ago, she tore an ACL and she had surgery, and she probably she might also have had dysplasia or something. But her legs, she just basically could barely stand up, and she just seemed to be in fairly constant pain. So, it was um, 
She's actually been on the show. Uh, you could hear her, her flip-flopping around. Yeah, she, so times, you've heard yeah. her before on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. And boy, those um, pictures of her with the—I mean, she's has she has the definition of the puppy dog eyes. I mean, those big those no, big she, eyes staring she's, at you. She's a sweet. She's the sweetest dog. Um, yeah, Galen could jump on her face. She wouldn't, <laughs> she wouldn't get out of the way. I mean, that that happened. Uh, she sometimes she try to move sometimes, but yeah. she would be. Um, he won't remember her. Yeah. He's sad to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. He'll like, we'll show pictures of him and her and he'll be like, oh, I don't remember that dog. Um, and we had to put Rorschach, our other dog down, um, like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because he attacked Galen and he was really nervous around Galen. Oh we gosh. Tried for, we tried for, I mean, he's got a little scar on his cheek, but, um, he was, Rorschach is a, he was a cattle dog, uh, Greyhound cross, uh-huh. and he was sweet. He's just he's a beautiful little dog. He's so sweet. He just was so scared, and he couldn't handle it. when he got scared. He just got really aggressive. Yeah. And as he got older, he got more and more. Like we used to take him the day we got him. He was seven months old. We took him to a leash free park, and we let him off leash, and he was fine. He came right back to us. Like he was fine with us. Yeah. Immediately. Um. But then we we stopped being able to take him to the park. Because he got too nervous of the other dogs, German Shepherds, especially for some reason, he would, he just hated German Shepherds. I don't hmm. think anything ever happened, but they walk differently than a lot of breeds. So I don't know if maybe that was something. I don't know. But he would like the last time or two we took him there, like he, you know, um, there were he got in a fight with a couple dogs, huh. and he cut he he cut them like he bit them. Oh geez, them. like yeah. I mean like like a nip. Sure, I mean, sure. He also he did more than that. But I'm sure their owners dad's. freaked out too, right? So, well, yeah. they were walking back, sort of beside people, and they're like, "Oh, your dog has blood on them," and I'm stupidly said it was not his. Um, <laughs> um, and right after Galen was born, that was when Ginger had her surgery. Um, and so she came home and she had her leg was all shaved because mm-hmm. um, she had like a pin put in, you know, like a plate rather. And she had the cone on and everything, which is really funny because she at the best of times had issues with solid matter. So she so she was like trying to get out of the door. Like, mm-hmm. she, you know, she'd come to the door and you try to open the door and she wouldn't let you in because she'd be blocking the door with a cone. Um, but so he was terrified of that. Um, like, because he was like, what the hell? Because he was like, Ginger's home because he loved Ginger. And he was like, Ginger's home. And he got so nervous hmm. because she was like, you know, he, he was checking the, the wound, you know, like the, the shaved area and everything. Yeah. And she was all doped up and everything. And, and then that day was the day that my, or the day after maybe, um, my, my dad and my stepmom, um, came to Guelph for the first time because Galen was still in the hospital. And it was like the day or the day later, that Galen, a couple of days later, Galen was going to come home because he was in, he was in the maturity ward because he was preemie. Mm. Um, and they brought their puppy, Coda, over. It was a Golden Retriever puppy. And I stupidly, because I was distracted and I didn't really think anything, you never bring a dog into the house. You let the dogs meet out, outside. And I didn't do that. Ah, and so I we didn't went, know that. we went, no, because it's like you're, you're, you're just letting this dog encroach on this other dog's space, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's just, it's not a thing you do. And I know that. I just didn't do that. And they didn't think of it either. But, and so, and I didn't know they were bringing their dog because he was a puppy and they didn't want to leave him alone for the day. And so, like, I let Rorschach out to go see him because he'd open the door, he'd run and see the dog, mm-hmm. see the people. And then he was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And so we're in the backyard and Coda was running around and Rorschach was kind of hugging my leg because he was nervous. And then Coda came over to say hi. And I had already, for a while, I wouldn't say hi to dogs anymore, really, at the park or whatever. Or when we were walking, I wouldn't reach down and say hi or whatever, even though, like, I have historically, even with Rorschach. But he just got too nervous to do that. And so he just he just snapped at, at Coda and I picked Rorschach up 
bodily mm-hmm. and Coda came with. He had like suck his teeth through like Coda's cheek. Oh wow. And so I like I hauled his dog like I'm trying to like let go and 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 I was just horrified. Um that was also it was also an expensive vet visit. I wish I had to force my um Want to let me pay for which actually I didn't force her. I called the vet and said, "Here's my credit card number. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't like let let don't let her pay for this. This was a you know my dog's fault. Um, and so one of his teeth didn't grow in right because of what Rorschach did. Um, like he just hit his jaw or whatever. And so it was like that day. It was like a couple days later was when Galen was going to come home, and we were just like, "You just died, you know, kind of thing. Like this can't, like you can't do this to him." And then and then we, t- but I took him to our vet. It was a really nice vet and. Spent like a year trying to get him, like training him and getting him some medication. Like, like he was on sedatives basically to, to calm himself down. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, they helped a bit, but they didn't really work. And so I was doing all this training to make him a little better. But then one day, um, we had the gate to the back half of the, the house because we was like a single floor at that point, it was a bungalow. Um, and Galen was crawling and came up kind of behind them and Rorschach got angry or scared or whatever and, and nipped his face. Mm. And an inch to the left, he would have hit his eyeball. Ooh. And so we were, you know, we were horrified in the moment. We I were, yeah, and, and and it was a mix of, um, you know, a worry about Rorschach, but then Maddie's like, he has to die, and it was like she she was the last person who would ever say something like that. But it was just she was you know worried about Kalen. So we still put it off a little bit, and was you know, but it was still clear that it was going to happen and everything. Yeah, um, and that was that was a year and a half ago. Um, so we've kind of, our, our numbers have dwindled. Yeah. Um, and you're already, I mean, and, I guess you're probably still a little raw from that, right? I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. And No, it's, it's not. And I, fairly recent. I, like the, you know, we, we said that, uh, we temporarily lost a couple of friends over it, but then they sort of read what we wrote about it and we're like, oh, okay, you're good. Like, you know, we felt like you know, the people at the vet's going to hate us when we bring him in because he's healthy. He was, he was yeah. four and everything. He was, you know, um, and they, that they recognized. And it was like, we couldn't give him to anyone because if Maddie and I would go away for the weekend and we drop him, we'd leave him like a friend would come over who he really liked. Yeah. He would need, if I wasn't home, he wouldn't eat. Mm. Like if I went away, like he'd go on a business trip or whatever, uh, which is very infrequent, but like when I was, I have to go to Vegas for work at the, a couple years ago. And Maddie was home. He wouldn't eat for like a week. Wow. Like he just was so nervous about it. So like we, you know, and we put him back in, in the, um, you know, in the, um, you know, uh, the, if we gave him to like the Humane Society, uh-huh. like the shelter, it, it would have killed him. Yeah, it would not go I mean, it wouldn't, have ki- it wouldn't have killed him physically, but no one would have taken him because right. every time any dog walked by, he would have been snapping at them. Mm-hmm. And everything. One time after our dog Meg, who was 12, she died like a couple of years before that. Um, she um, she had a good run. My my record is is both male dogs I've ever owned about four years old, mm. um, and then the female dogs uh, have managed to make it um, the full way. Yeah, but we were we were we had looked at a dog to see if we could get the third dog again because we you know the activity we liked everything. But we brought him in and we brought him around the back, and he was so terrified. He just he just. You just couldn't handle it. Yeah. And my my little brother would have been the only person who would have been probably that Rorschach would have been okay with. And mm. he, he's in school. He wasn't able to. Um, yeah. And, and I don't, it's not a thing I forgive myself for. I, I, and obviously there's a lot of conflicting things there. And, and I would have to make the same decision again for Galen, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I still, 
I th- we are people who dogs are our family. Yeah. Like, you know, and I mean, some people are like, oh, they're just animals. They're just um, security systems, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really understand that, but that's what other people are. But they are my very much family. So it was yeah. sort of like, here's picking like one son over another son. Kind of, kind of emotional thing. Um, and I tried. I mean, I, I don't know if I could have done better if I tried harder or something. So I, I don't. That I don't want to forgive myself for that, but as soon as you know, we said, "Here's the thing," and it happened, and it's really terrible and really sad. Um, you know, people are like, "Oh, don't, don't feel bad about it." It's like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me not to feel bad yeah, about it. Yeah, like this is not, you know, it's not helpful to me. For you, you, to say, you can, oh, no, you can intellectually fine. accept that you've made the right decision and also feel bad about it. Like you can also have yeah. a reaction because humans. Yeah, and I, I don't, I, I don't forgive myself for it, and I. And I I just I, I won't and he was well there's a difference between uh not forgiving yourself but but all and just feeling uh some regrets and some and some you know heartache and stuff you know what I mean uh, I feel like the, yeah. saying that you don't forgive yourself is is a little uh, is harder and I and I do understand why people would encourage you to do that do you know what I mean uh, yeah, I, I mean, no, you're never going to feel good about it. Like, Nobody ever expects you to feel good about it. But. No, 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 no. I, I, but I, I don't do either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I mean, and this one's going to be easier because it's you know she had a life, you know yes. she she got yes, she did. to be old and um, we got to see this huge chunk of her. I mean, she was like somewhere between a year and a half and maybe four when we got her. She was a rescue dog. Yeah, um, she was. Um, this isn't very uh, critical thinkingly. Whatever. <laughs> for the show, oh, like our like we're consistently critical thinkingy. Come on. No, that's true. That's true. But um, eight years ago on Easter, when we were still in Kitchener, we went to there's Leash Free Park behind the Humane Society there, and it's a fenced off area, and we were just playing with the dog or the dog. Basically, that was the kind of because it's fenced off. You, basically, it's the owners sit around drinking coffee, talking to each other, and the dogs run past mm-hmm. them repeatedly. Uh, and I was like, there should be a kiosk here for coffee. They'd make a lot of money. Oh my god, yeah. Hands. And so it was very, although everyone comes with coffee, so I guess it's not really necessary. But um, and it was very busy. And over time, we were there for a while because it was still, it was Jack, just um, my dogs, Jack and Meg. And um, they, everyone sort of over time realized um, that there was this chocolate lab that no one seemed to know who owned her. Hmm. And she was sitting by the fence, like there was a fence and then the double fence door, you know, like the kind of airlock kind mm-hmm. of system. And she's just sitting there in this purebred chocolate lab. And she's sort of looking sad out, um, you know, through the fence. And everyone asks everyone. Um, and it's like, nope, no one knows who this dog is. And this dog, no, everyone seems to have been there for a little while, but no one knew. And so people are like, oh, well, someone should do something about it. Someone should do, you know, someone should take the dog or take care of the dog or whatever. But no one was doing it. Um because it's easier to say that than to do it, right? Um, and so we did, and Maddie was like, can we, can we take her? He's like, well, we have two dogs already, one of whom is big, so it's kind of hard to do that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, And then I said, like, well, the Humane Society I don't think is open today um, because it was Easter, so we'll take her overnight and we'll, we'll bring her home, or bring her back to, to drop her off the next day. Um and of course, she, we never dropped her off. And actually, I learned sort of basically after we left the parking lot that they actually were open that day, so we could have dropped her off. I mean, I, I am glad we didn't, obviously, but 
um, so we took our, we were minor celebrities at the Lee Shree Park for some number of months because we were the ones <laughs> who found it. Um, and she was, um, you know, she was a purebred. She might have had puppies at some point. Um, she had never been trained to play. Um, and her house training was a little weak. So we kind of imagined she was this dog. If she's not a puppy mill dog, she was, um, you know, a dog that was got as a puppy and no one really knew what to do with. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, Maddie uh, wrote a very uh, beautiful um, passage about her, um, you know, fell in love with her immediately. Hmm. Um, and I mean, she's, she's a beautiful dog, yeah. she's a sweetheart. Um, and it's funny today, um, I'm trying as I'm talking here to maintain a kind of even emotional composure. All right, all right. And I no, no, I mean, I'm intentionally not, there's a lot of things I could be saying that are much more poetic that I am intentionally not saying just because I'm, you know, trying not to get your call choked up. Um, Radical transparency, but, you know how we do. <laughs> but um, she, um, what was I saying? The, um, oh yeah, because she was reading over what she wrote and she was getting upset at herself for what she wrote. Really? Because it didn't express enough. Oh gosh. Because it, uh, because it didn't it didn't describe how much she loved her. I, I thought it came through pretty strongly, but I understand. But then I I said because the only thing I could say now, and it's it's I mean it's hard for me as well. Obviously, you know, losing a family member or slash daughter or whatever. Um, but she's like, you know, I want my dog back. It's like I know I can't like. There's nothing I can say other yep. than like we got to have her for this huge amount of time that was wonderful. But I you know there's not there there's, there is nothing. It'll it'll just get better. Um, right, but and I, I wish I could, you know, say, "Oh, she's here." Like the only thing that would would be suitable to say is her name, and then to hear her walk toward you. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, when she was saying that, she didn't show that, um, you know, how, that, how much she loved her. And I said, "Well, nothing ever could, like for any of them, right? Like for I mean, sure. for anyone you love, you 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 can't. The words don't exist for that." And and that's kind of a really good thing, yeah. Right, because 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 this 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 idiot dog who for the first month <laughs> that my brother lived with us, oh she was no she was the dumbest dog, <laughs> but she was so sweet. I mean she was so sweet. But my my little brother, um, he lived with us for the first year in university. Um, for the first month, every day he would get up. She would bark like she didn't know there was someone in the house. <laughs> it took her so long to realize that he was supposed to be here. right. Right, like he would just get up and come downstairs for breakfast, and she just would go. Rrr, rrr, rrr. Um, and and it was just that you know she she literally tried to walk through walls a bunch of times, like she didn't seem to really grasp the concept. <laughs> um, and, you know, and and she. Just wanted, like I'm picturing now the house we lived at the time, and she just she would just drool a lot. Yeah, like she just you know she was very Pavlovian and and that and that kind of stuff. But there's one time she's just sitting there. She must have been just thinking about food, and we had this like <laughs> shitty green comforter we had on the couch because it, it was a shitty couch, and we just had like you know like a bed in a bag kind of comforter that was like kind of low end or whatever. Um, one of the comforters that basically like slick plastic, and you don't realize that until you put it on the bed, and then it f slides off, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And she just drool, and it was just like like it was like. Is if you took like a Coke bottle and just poured it out of the side of her mouth, and she was just sitting there drooling. It was like it was like a leaky faucet, like just drip, drip, drip out of her out of her jowls. And it was like we had no idea 
what she was thinking about. <laughs> Why? It's like we were we were just sitting there. Nothing was happening, and she was just the, the most. You know, the, the, it was it was really bizarre. Um, but her only her only kinds of intelligence were she always knew when it was five o'clock, even if she was dead asleep or there was time change. Wow! Or it was like she'd be asleep at four fifty nine, <laughs> and then she'd just snap awake at five, and she'd be like, "It's dinner now." And she, you know, at near the end when she was getting you know the mobile, she'd still get up and bark at us mm-hmm. for food, um, and she'd get it earlier and earlier because I guess she was just being like an old person and getting up earlier and earlier. I guess, but uh, <laughs> just look at her, she's like. Whoa. You know, she just want food at four thirty, and we like no. You wait twenty minutes. <laughs> um, but but sometimes she'd like pretend when it was uh, her and Rorschach, and she wanted the couch or the chair where he was sitting. Mm-hmm. She'd sort of look to the door and pretend someone was at the door. Oh, and then Rorschach would go to check the door, and she'd sit on the couch. <laughs> she'd take a spot. That is that is like, clever. It, it it is the only. It's like. Um, like a savant being good at math and nothing else or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. like that kind of a thing. Cause she was, otherwise she was just um, dumb as a post, but well, look, the dogs have their priorities, right? So yeah, a couch I, I, is a priority. Need, we never needed her to be smart. And that wasn't, yeah, it wasn't where her appeal uh, lay. Indeed. But um, she wouldn't be doing yeah, your taxes I mean, for you. Maddie's, or anything like that. Pardon? She wouldn't be doing your taxes for you or anything like that. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. Um, but no, she was a good girl, and four years ago or whatever, I had or we had three dogs. Um, now we don't have any. Mm. And I assume that uh, will change in the future. Well, in like a year or two, maybe. Yeah, just because of Galen, because um, we had our one dog Jack. He was hit by a car when he was four. Mm. Um, that's also incredibly yeah. difficult. And that at that point, I was sort of attached myself to him, like as if he was like my son because like as a proxy son because there was concern about whether maddie would be able to have kids mm-hmm. so there was sort mm-hmm. of like we had kind of you know done that emotional transference thing a little and, and then he got hit by a car chasing after a skunk but my um, dad just lost a dog in, in that almost that same way his you know he lives by himself and he had this dog for the past i don't know six seven years or so this dog he got from the pound her name was lucy and she was just like mm. crazy energetic just like bouncing off the walls yeah. like you could see why nobody else was taking her you know uh, she's yeah. super sweet but like a torpedo all the time yeah and uh she was always getting out she and no matter what my dad did to kind of uh, fortify his yard and his house she would find a way out and then one day she found a way out again and she got hit by a car and dad had to put her down and everything this is just a few weeks ago and and you know that was his little that was his uh in the same way you know it was his companion that was his it was his family member at home and stuff and so he was um absolutely crushed absolutely crushed you know and yeah no i mean that's because then there's those years that you don't get right like i mean and it's not just a dog yeah like if a person dies earlier that it's with ginger and with meg at least they lived the the number of years that you expect a dog to live. Yeah. The thing um, that we keep reminding yeah. him of, and I guess this really applies to you guys too, is that uh, particularly with with you you having rescued Ginger and my dad having rescued uh, uh, Lucy in her own way, like no, nobody was going to take this dog. Um, g- gave gave these dogs years and years of, of yeah. love and happiness no, that they would never yeah. have had before. And um, we actually, yeah, with Rorschach, we had to we spent. Like we were still absolutely bereft about um, Jack, and here's this little puppy yeah. who looked a lot like him, which was a bad thing for us to have done because we spent a couple months kind of begrudging him that mm. he didn't turn out like Jack. Or I mean, eventually we stopped seeing the comparison. Yeah, because yeah. He became something, but we spent like 
Oh, God, it feels like an hour. Them just telling us, are you sure? He's very energetic. We're like, no, no, we've had a catalog before. We had this really hyper catalog that we got from you. And he was just insane at like till one in the morning trying to play with me when he's seven months old or whatever. Like, this fine. We get it. I'm like, yeah. sure, you're sure, you're sure. Because uh, they didn't want him to come back, right? Right, right. But it was like, okay, no, we're we're fine. We get it. Um, and, you know, it was just he, – he, was nervous all the time because of Galen. So it was like, you know, not Galen's fault by any stretch. Right. But it was just, no, but I mean, if we didn't have Galen, um, like that probably wouldn't have, been, it wouldn't have been an issue. He still would have been nervous around other dogs mm-hmm. and we had to sort of cross the street. So it would have been, there would have been issues further down the line, but not the same kind of issues. Yeah. Um, just by dint of his, uh, what his personality turned out to be. But, but yeah, um, yeah, the balls of energy are fun, but I, haven't been without like a pack of some capacity for like almost 20 years <laughs> yeah no, but for almost 20 years yeah. and I, I don't i don't want to remember what that feels like uh-huh. and like we don't want to do that like it makes sense to not do that right now because of galen's age because when i'm a little older sure so handle dogs a little better um but it's kind of terrifying to not have a dog here and it's we also the first time in my memory that I don't have like an alarm system. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you know, because there's that like, oh, we gotta I guess we gotta make sure we lock the door a little more or whatever. Um, but it's you know, and she was an old dog, and they, and they basically spend most of the time sitting still and sleeping. Sure, sure, but, sure. But I mean, the hard parts right now are when like in the mornings I get up whenever I get up, uh, letting her out and feeding her was the first thing I did. Mm. Like literally, like I mean, I go to the bathroom, but I come downstairs and she just hear. her excitedly wagging her tail and panting because she hear me come down the stairs. And it's like, I don't, she's sitting there, you know, it's she, when Jack uh, died, he was, he was a word. Like, he's like, like your dad's dog. Yeah. Um, just like insanely energetic. And it was so quiet. Like we had two dogs yeah. still, but it was just like, you are not enough to make the noise. And she didn't make the noise. Gala makes a lot of the noise, but there's still, it's still silent. It's because different. Not yeah. just panting off of the corner. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the, and, and the hard parts are she's like, I'm sitting here right now where I've sat the last several weeks with my ass going numb by the end of this call because <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a hardwood floor to get the right mic level. Oh, God. And, she, and, and until I look to the right, she's on the tile by the front door. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's there right now and I like I – until I look, yeah, she's there. Or if I'm upstairs, then she's just at the bottom of the steps. Um you know, and, and, and my routines and everything. And we, we eat food. You give, you know, give the dog a taste of it. And it's like, I don't, like, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to lose my shit the next time I have pizza because I don't eat the crust very much because I give them to the dogs. Uh-huh. I always have. And it's just like, we had uh, my, um, my stepmom uh, came and watched Galen when we had, when we put Ginger down. And she bought us, you know, some Swiss LA after just brought home stuff because, like, I didn't think you'd be up to cooking anything, which is very nice of her. Yeah. Um, and um, and I was eating some of the chicken. I was like, oh, I should give, you know, and I started to like tear off a piece just reflexively to give to the dog. And like those kind of little things yep. are the, yeah, the harder parts. Yeah. And, I mean, 100% worth it, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But she was a good dog yeah. i mean they're all good dogs sure uh and and the thing I, I mentioned to you that what i the sort of poetic line that i used um that like uh in the context of, of there's this when you're a kid you feel and this isn't dog specific it's just mm-hmm. but it's so um <laughs> if you'll indulge me just 
slightly more. Uh, <laughs> but the first time tonight, Paul, <laughs> um, you know, like you, you sort of feels like, like before you're an adult, there's this sort of like implied uh, sense of adulthood. This like lie of adulthood is that you're different in some capacity mm -hmm. that, that you're this other being that you become this, but you know, yeah. whoever's a, little, a few years older than you is better and has things figured out. And, and, and is some, you know, like the stuff that bothers you now isn't stuff that bothers you later. Or mm -hmm. whatever. And that like, but then it's, you get there in adulthood and it's just everything that ever bothered you is still there. Yeah. And it's, it's just, really not fair. It's, yeah. The weight of the things just adds, you, you know, your back gets a little stronger because you, you, you learn how to deal with it, but none of those things go away. And, you know, you just carry all of those things. And and it's not like, I mean, you know, I feel like I'm being needlessly dramatic in some ways because it's not like I've seen so. towns, of, towns of people murdered or whatever. Like when I talk about the losses I have, you know, like, I mean, most of my, I think my mom and my, my aunt are like the eldest of their generation of their generation, like the generation above them is all dead mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, and so it's like they've experienced more of that. I didn't really feel like I had that much of those people to lose mm -hmm. <laughs> it's because it's just because of the way the generation went but um uh but the you know the loss it's not it doesn't feel i know that it wouldn't feel like losing ginger or losing well i don't know when jack died i was i was i couldn't do anything for like a week yeah like i was just sobbing every moment i was awake basically um so i don't know if how well that would compare if like galen died i mean i'm sure it would hurt more um in the long term, mm -hmm. because you don't expect, you know, you expect to outlive a dog. You don't expect it. Right. Um, but anyway, th those those pains that kind of accumulate, and over the past, you know, five years, I've lost five or six years or whatever. Um, anyway, um, you know, lost four dogs, and, and that feels like a good number, considering, uh, like a large number, considering the way I, I see them, mm -hmm. right? Like if I was just someone who's like, oh, it's just a dog. Right. Then that wouldn't bother me as much. But like, yeah, and it's like where these, uh, the line I use is we're just patchworks of yesterday, uh, kind of walking, mm -hmm. you know, walking along. And it like, it's just, it's all there and it, and it doesn't go away. And you just kind of, I said to Maddie, like, you know, we get through this just, you know, one foot at a time because there's no other option. Yeah. Um, and, it's another square you know, on the quilt. <laughs> it's just, yeah, no, exactly. And it's this, it's this thing, but no matter what happens um, ever, we, we had those years. Right. The world ends tomorrow. We still had those years with these, with these animals and, and we gave them a good life and they gave us what feels like so much more in return. Um, like nothing, you know, nothing can remove that from, from the record. Right. I guess short short of time travelers, I guess. Yes. But uh, <laughs> and at the same time, it is still it, the 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 pain and the loss and the and and you know the misery you're going to feel about it is is completely real and there's no yeah and it's throwing it's, that it's out having been well fifty percent. I mean, we also had dogs um, growing up and everything. So, but my understanding of those dogs is different. Like with the dog that we that my, my mom put down was like eighteen before everyone moved from Nova Scotia to Ontario because she, she was aggressive to getting aggressive because she was blind in one eye or whatever. And it, it, that gutted me because that was like, I felt like my only friend in the world um, at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I, you know, my understanding of dogs sort of matured as I got up to Meg. 
Um, and I feel bad because like you're like a little kid thinking, you know, loving the dog you have as a little kid, but then really being kind of an asshole to the dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, without really seeing it that way. And it's like I really – we had a dog named Chewbacca. She was a bully. Uh, and it's like I I would like to be able to apologize to that dog because <laughs> she was a good dog is my memory of it. Um, but I was like – I did not know how to be really nice to dog. Like I wasn't like a, I wasn't you know like abusive to the dog, but just like you know, you see the world the way you see the world when you're a kid, uh-huh. right? Like that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the 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 losing them at the end of the life is much easier because you're you're losing something that's like you're sad that something's done. Yes. Um, whereas the other two, it's like there's this 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 wound that you know uh, at the. What, the sort of the the lost potential kind of thing, like what, like uh, Jack when he died, like he was just he was he was a good dog and he was just turning into like I wanted to see what kind of dog he would turn into as he matured. Yeah, you know, and like that you don't get to see that, um, but um, anyway, um, that's why we didn't record. We're recording at daylight yeah. because yesterday <laughs> was the day that this happened. Um, and um yeah so that sucks i didn't really work today yeah <laughs> i because before before it happened i was like i said to um like i'm doing work with like a thursday afternoon or friday i'm not gonna be around jimmy a super amount but then not really sure how much that was gonna hit me yeah because i've been focused on how maddie's feeling about yeah it, yeah going to feel about it um, but I, I basically like I went to the gym today because I kind of needed the routine, mm-hmm. and I, I you know the individual things I did I did effortfully, but I did like half the things I would normally do because I'm like trying to not like crack up mm-hmm. <laughs> between sets and everything. Yep. And we just kind of we did some errands we normally do on a Saturday, and we just kind of were like, well, we don't really want to be home right now because because when you're out, she doesn't come with us, right? So she she's still at home, you know, and it's that. I mean, anyone who's like lost like a partner, I guess, would also be able to identify, mm-hmm. it, right? Like that sort of like you open the door and that's where you experience the loss, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, freshly, like for twenty years, when I've opened a door, I've had a dog, if not barking, but greeting me, or like eighteen years, I guess. You know, so it's like, you know, that's not there, and that's that's weird and yeah. frightening, and I don't, I don't like it, but. But yeah, I mean, we haven't been talking about what we're going to get. One of Maddie's friends is like, oh, you get another dog. And it's like, uh, it's like, cause when my bird died, we got another bird right away. Yeah. Like, well, you're an asshole. And <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and, you know, and it's a the specific person. Your bird's an asshole, too. some tech. Well, I, Maddie's like, it's a fucking bird. It's like, well, no, but I mean, the people can bond with the birds that much. It's just like, she didn't. <laughs> right, right. You know, she also went, I'm not giving names, but I don't know, I can't imagine she listens to this because I don't even know, imagine she knows it exists. But she like went, her bird was sick and then she went to the vet and was told to do stuff like, you know, the treatment or whatever. Mm-hmm. She didn't do it. Oh. Then the bird either got more sick or died and then they sued the vet because they didn't do the thing the vet told them well, to that do. That doesn't make much sense. No, she's not... She's not, she's not too bright, <laughs> um, or at least she's short-sighted or mm-hmm. something. I don't sure, know, or but... just not particularly interested in the well-being of this particular creature. No, uh, well, I think she actually was. She just her, part of it is comprehension, but also I think she just 
they didn't do it because they like, oh, it's not really important. And it's like, mm, yeah, weird yeah. and aloof or something. I don't know. I feel like we, when I was a kid, we had uh, two different hamsters. Our first hamster was a little uh, uh, albino thing, right? And my dad named yeah. it Schnookums. It was very smart. <laughs> would learn how to get out of its cage, and she uh, would, you know, hide in the closet. And then, like, you know, we'd just kind of give up for a little bit looking for her. And then we'd see like a sock walking by, and we'd lift it up, and there she was. That, that kind of thing. She was real sweet. Yeah, you let yeah. her pick, let you let you pick her up and pet her and everything. When she died. Uh, we got another hamster, a little brown guy. We named him Hoser, and uh, he was a monster. He hated us. <laughs> he would just bite us anytime we tried to play with him. He didn't give two shits about us. And uh, he, we, I feel like we neglected him a little bit. We didn't clean his cage oh, that man. much, you know. Like we'd sometimes oh, and forget I, to put fresh yeah. water in there. It's like that water's been there for a while, uh, you know. It'd be that kind of thing. And I feel bad about it, but you know, we were kids, but still. Uh, you know, um, we didn't have an attachment to that particular hamster. Yeah, I've had hamsters. We had cats growing up a bunch, too. But um, at least we had, like, a bunch of different pets. But, yeah, hamsters as a kid. Um, as a teenager, I had a hamster that I feel like I ignored for a long time, but I don't think I did, like, or I didn't, like, play with as much. But then I picked him up one time, and then he suddenly was old. And it made me uh, so sad. Interesting. And I didn't notice, like I didn't notice or something. And it's it was, not clear and, to me that you know, hamsters want you to play with them, really. It's, uh, well, you know. uh, it's a prey animal. I mean, if if you were owned by something that was the size of the goddamn Chrysler building compared to you, right. or well, an apartment building, sure, I sure, guess. sure. Uh, or your house. Let's just say your house. Okay. And then you're like, and the, you know, this house comes over to pick you up. You're going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not necessarily going to want to do it. Like we have a guinea pig upstairs. Okay. And he's scared of me. I've fed that bastard so many times. I pet him. Yeah. I am like, look, if I wanted to kill you, <laughs> you, you know, you would be, you would have been dead so long ago. Like, I don't want to kill you. I, you know, I yeah. don't care that much about guinea pigs, but he's a cute little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cute little That's sweet guy. That's the thing guy. about rodents as pets. Like, I'm just like, I think they're adorable and they're a lot less work than, you know, a dog or something like that. But I don't, I don't think they really like you. I don't think they no, like they, you. Rats do. Rats get bonds. Maddie, um, Maddie used to have rats. I've heard of this. And she she had a morgie, and um, she had in particular anyway. The last one she had, liking how many she had. And I apologize, future Maddie, if that she's like I told you I only have other one. But when you um, say future Maddie, I like imagine her in like some kind of you know jumpsuit, <laughs> you know, with like it sparkly. Would like those, it would, with the with the um with the glasses that look like almost like a mouse cursor yeah 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 exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but she she had this this rat morgie that would be on her shoulder basically every time she was every minute she was at home and and so it's like they don't live that long and so she you know she can't have more rats because it's just such a short time yeah that you you know and they're smart and everything right so you, and they like you they give a damn about you hers did yeah 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 it's not just I'm pretty sure this one's gonna feed me so I'm gonna stick to this animal because this larger well, animal I mean, is to be fair that's me. that's why to be fair that's why we have dogs yeah no i like, know as a, as a thing we bred them to like us more but i mean they ultimately like that's you know there's this sort of it is that sort of commingling thing but um but i wonder yeah, with rats no, I mean, if it's they, like we hang around this dumpster because food will fall from it and i will hang around this human because food will fall from it you know what i mean yeah but but no you can you can um if you look it up there are videos of like you know, people tickling rats, and they and they and they they giggle, they laugh when you tick their tickle. That's fucking adorable. I did not know that. That's amazing yeah. to me. Yeah. Um. I wait. I think I'm thinking. I'm gonna think I'm not thinking of the wrong. Um. Uh, My kid's daycare has a bunny, a uh, big fat rabbit named Coco, who will let, who the kids who he will let the kids play with him, and he just sits there and takes it. I 
I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a, a rabbit or any kind of rodent creature that cool with humans, let alone three-year-olds, you know, poking it and prodding it and stuff. I mean, the, the, the rabbit's just completely cool. It makes me think, maybe that's the kind of animal for me right there. Um, Animals just don't give a shit. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, you can tickle rats. You can play with them. They're smart little, they're smart little guys. Um, and yeah, and our guinea pig isn't super smart, but whatever. He's a prey animal. I mean, they all react like... Oh, they're supposed to, animals. yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, a giant thing probably wants to murder me. Right. Uh, he's probably hungry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm um, always hungry. He's probably hungry. Shit. Yeah. I think Lou. I've seen it referred to in a number of different ways in, in different songs and something. But like the Louis C.K. version is um, the best case. If we're speaking of like a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. the best case is you will be the one to see this person die. <laughs> Or you won't. You will die first. I guess is is probably. I can't remember. Which Depending way on your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's... no. You know what I mean. And Maddie and I've actually talked about this. Um, and like she hopes she dies first. Yeah, Jessica says the same thing. Yeah, and and I, I I'm not like I I hope the same thing because I if if that's a thing she doesn't have to deal with, then you know. Right. Right. Uh, that would be. I mean, I don't want to have to deal with it, but it's like it's there in the future. Like it's yes. it's out there. Yes. Um, and I'm you know. I'm holding out for the singularity also. <laughs> well, you know, like if you can upload your brain to a computer, it's still just a copy of your brain. Uh-huh. You still uh-huh. are here as a as a sack of meat. You still die. We'll see. We'll, we'll see if they've worked out those bugs by the time <laughs> the I kicks. upload. Yeah, they're like, okay, the good news, we can actually probably put your actual consciousness on a computer. So again, yeah, the bad news. We need a beta tester. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to yeah, be on iCloud. So, you know, take, yeah, I know. roll the dice. It's it's integrated with iTunes Music uh, Library. <laughs> You'll be lost forever <laughs> in a labyrinth. And if your loved ones, if your descendants decide ever to stop subscribing, <laughs> you, don't, you cease to exist. Luckily, it's auto-subscribe. So you probably are paying yeah. for it now and you don't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. No, probably. Um yeah, there was that thing about the the, the people like that they've destroyed um, uh, Apple uh, the music thing deleted a bunch of their music right like, off their hard drive hundred gigabytes or something. yeah and then Serenity Caldwell for my more yeah wrote this they're not doing that and like it shouldn't be doing that Apple's not doing that what are you talking about this not it's user error and it was this kind of weird like I mean you can't are say you for telling me that I more jumped to the defense of Apple <laughs> on a controversial yeah, topic and, and it was weird like. People reporting bugs is a valid thing, uh, and it depends on the person who's like you know, um, they're saying that happened. Then either they had to have accidentally deleted their files, which is possible. Yeah, but a, a bunch of people say it, and those people at least describe themselves as computer savvy. So you have to find out: are those people actually computer savvy? Did they actually delete it? You know, right. um, who knows? But it's like to dismiss it out of hand when any piece of software. Even a small one is so complicated. Yeah, even a great one, right? Like anything could go wrong. Even a wonderful piece of software can fuck up. Copy, fuck, like, look, iOS is generally pretty slick. And I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. The specific example, copy and paste doesn't work reliably. Right. You can't select and get the little fucking submenu or can't even select consistently the text. And that's a feature they've had since like version two or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
Like, so it's like the idea that like here's a, the music file thing is interesting because like, oh, we're going to look for these other files. We have the copies of the files on the server. Do we not? We have to copy them or whatever. And then they do do stuff to alleviate hard drive space. They will delete stuff from your hard drive That's to put thing, it into yeah. the cloud. Yeah, that is part of the to do fucking... that for one thing. And on the other and on the other hand, there is a reputation right now of of Apple's particularly iTunes slash Apple Music infrastructure and uh, slash iCloud infrastructure being completely fucked up buggy. yeah they do it it works well with the photo sharing I, I have i actually pay for like the whatever uh-huh. 20 gigs or whatever and yeah but part of that is it copies the files and then it has some intelligent management where like on my phone and stuff it will just download some stuff and it'll Take shave like yep. it'll remove things from my phone <laughs> to right. save file space that's the it's not a bug I mean, the bug is that it does it too aggressively or whatever, but the idea that it deletes it, that's not an accident. That's right. a design. Like, that's a feature. Um, and it was just weird kind of like, well, you don't know what you're talking about kind of thing, which is funny because the article she was referring to, the, the author of it was complaining that, like, online, the people who are, like, the geniuses or whatever were saying, oh, you're obviously doing it wrong. Right. And she was complaining about that. Yeah. And Shreddy's like, well, no, you're just doing it wrong. Um, and it's like, uh, it's not helpful. <laughs> yeah um and and one of the commenters on it was like i'm a software uh, guy software engineer and you get bugs you can't reproduce but you can see them you can see the footage of like right, people can right. screen record the goddamn things and that happens to me you just i don't know i don't know what system configuration you have i have no idea i can see that it happened i can't reproduce it so i can't fix it yeah doesn't mean it didn't happen um, though just because no you can't no fix exactly it. yeah yeah and, and that happens it's like if you can't reproduce it you, I've done the thing too where I'm like randomly taking stabs at stuff where it's like, I think this might be it mm-hmm. for like super simple stuff. And, and I'm like uploading things and I'm like, can you try it now? It's like, no, it's still working or still isn't working. I'm like, how about now? <laughs> and then like an hour later, a couple hours later, you do one thing and they're like, okay, it works. I'm like, okay, no idea what happened. Yeah. Absolutely no idea. Like, Wash my hands no of it. Yeah. I, I didn't, ch- I changed something back to how it was at the beginning of this attempt to fix it and now it works like i i i changed a one word to a different word and then changed it back yeah and now it works no idea why the yeah. fuck that would you know and i i saw the uh the i'm more sorry global article too when it popped up and i was and i i, I almost didn't click it because i was like oh, i'm not gonna like this and <laughs> but it's like yeah. it's become like i can't even take it seriously anymore because any it's 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 a it's a it's an arm of their pr now, uh yeah like. and it was like well it, this shouldn't do this yeah, it is like, well, it shouldn't do this. Like, you're right. It shouldn't do that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not but, doing uh, yeah, it. Yeah, but it still did it. And, you know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> there was a video from Android Central. I mean, Central. maybe it did, but who knows? Android yeah. Central did a video of, like, they, they, they had some kind of retreat. So all the kind of folks from Android Central and iMore and all these other sites were in the same place. And they're passing out the... He's like giving impressions of the uh, new Samsung phone, the uh, S7, right, and, and showing it to yeah. the different folks there, and okay. and they show it to Sonerity Caldwell sees it, she's like, eh. and um, everybody else is like loving it, right, and then yeah. Renee gets it, Renee Ritchie gets it, and he's like, it's terrible, and you can see why because it's got uh, the 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 ports are misaligned. He did the ports are misaligned thing at the bottom oh, again, and like and, and like he's going on, he's going on about how well, everything that's wrong with it, and it's like, oh my god, I and can't this, take this is seriously. recent, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the introduction of the don't matter look i get it as like oh we're putting the extra effort in personally yeah i would i would and certainly like okay you have the resources to perfect the inside before you worry about the outside but it's like if i'm trying to save a hundred thousand dollars on a print run, a production run i'm like the ports don't matter let's make sure the phone works yeah yeah and then the ports the ports don't matter i'm looking at my like, note I, five right now 
and I'm looking at the bottom ports, and no, they are not. Uh, they are not um they're s- symmetrical. They're not symmetrical. Not okay, symmetrical. and they're not. Yeah, they're not perfectly aligned. They're not symmetrical, and was, um, uh, it it looks fine. It's fine. Yeah, th- there was. Um, I think it was, it was a while ago. It was back when um, I think the iPhone five was coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was the iPhone four. No, I think. It was, anyway, it was around those, and I think it was a five. Must have been the five. And there was like the leaked photos or whatever of the things. And I was listening to MacBook Weekly and Andy Anatko was like, they were never going to do this. The design or whatever, because they're not going to have visible screws in the phone. Mm. And and Moss, I as Moss Puppet message, like, tweeted at him. was like, you mean like the iPhone 4 has visible screws on the bottom, Andy? He's like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he said it and then in the context, no one challenged him on the show, but he's like, because Apple cares too much and there's all, you know, all of the reasons why Apple wouldn't have the screw on the bottom right. were about like the aesthetics and it would just be too rough. It was like, but, I mean, they have it. You have that phone, I think, in your right. position. Yeah. Right <laughs> probably like, in your I don't, pants. I don't remember yeah. what phone model it was, but it was like, yeah, it's like you might have just been, you might be using this right now. <laughs> you might have written <laughs> you might down be reading this tweet that, on that phone. You, you, you might have actually written the notes for the speech you were delivering with passion right now. <laughs> 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 Tilt the phone. Um, but yeah, it's just that kind of, yeah, the, the true believery thing is, 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 is just a wankerism. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it shouldn't do that. Yeah, it shouldn't. But it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But the phone, fo- uh, the photos works pretty well. Although occasionally it will like have problems downloading a photo mm-hmm. on on the photos app, and then I just have to restart the photos app. Like it'll be like to yeah. to a photo on my computer. It's a little confusing because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna grab six photos from my library to share on Facebook because we have the nicer camera and I have the camera card where, and it's like it sits there. It's like downloading one of two pictures. It's like, what are you talking about? Mm. I've just opened photos. It's like I can see the picture. It's right here. But one of them, it has moved offline or one of them might have been a phone picture that hasn't fully copied over or whatever because you see the, the thumbnail, right? And then it downloads to get the full resolution. So it's very it, – it is actually a little confusing in some of those cases. Yeah. I, I decided um, not even to bother with any since, – since I don't use an iPhone anyway now, but like uh, I don't even touch that. I use photos right now. And my, my library lives on an external hard drive. I use photos purely as just a place to dump the photos from my phone onto well, it, and that's the, it. The reason, yeah, the reason I do it is because I like the idea – I mean, A, because we both use – Manny and I both use the phone, but it's like I put – I you know found an external hard drive and I copied all the stuff over so it's an additional backup. Good. But also, the the way like yesterday no today uh, I was at the gym and I was sitting there this morning as I was saying was like you know trying not to like in between sets of trying to push some real weight you know, like trying not to cry or whatever and Maddie's you know saying sad stuff and so it's like oh I what was you know I, I because I put up all of the pictures from like you know stuff from like 2004 on or whatever. Like, oh, here is the first picture of you and Ginger, and here is the first picture mm. that I ever took of Ginger, and I was like, here are these pictures, you know, and that's and good the stuff that would make, yeah, and it's like that's like that's the kind of things like oh, we can skim through and find that's all great. these pictures and, and through. Well, I, I can through. I can do the same thing with the Google Photos, which has also has all my photos, so yeah. like I've got everything redundant. Yeah, I, I a million ways. the uploader always crashes for me. Oh, really? I actually have it installed that it crashes a bunch. Oh. It like it'll start and like. Oh, we're having, or no, I, I now turn it off because it was just saying, I, I would get like a little, like little toaster message, you know, like on the top right of the screen mm-hmm. on the Mac, like the little thing. And it would be like, oh, Google's unable to upload 40 files. And the next one would be, Google is unable to upload 60 files. And, and the number would just keep going. Right. Every couple of minutes, it would be like, Google is unable to upload, or Google Photos is unable to upload 27,000 photos. <laughs> it's like, just stop telling me yeah. until, <laughs> until something changes. But yeah, and, and, yeah. So I mean, if I was on, if I was the Android, it would be 
you know, I'd be using Google Photos or whatever. Yeah. But, it's but yeah, it's great a nice, though. Either nice either way, it is su- that is such a uh, we don't talk. You know, it's it's we're used to it by now. But wow, the ability yeah. to pull back like ten years yeah. into your photos. No, and pull it's it up. great. And I, I Maddie, I think has got she's got fewer pictures, and I uh, so I think she's at like one dollar a month, whatever the extra storage is, because mm-hmm. five gigs that Apple gives you for free is ridiculous. Not much. When, when yeah. that counts. That counts device backup. So yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, so and then I'm like the whatever hundred or two hundred gigs, and it's like five dollars a month. So I, I will say Google I, Photos free. Yeah. Oh, and that's fine. I, like I don't have a problem paying for that because it's like a yeah. nice feature. Um, and then we can you know put the videos up and yeah stuff. So it backs up the like video footage as well. So. All right, sir. Well, uh, obviously, um, sincerest, sincerest condolences to uh, you and Maddie. We, we we both feel very bad for you guys, and um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that, but well, you know, no, we feel for you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I eventually I'll write something down on Facebook, which will probably be in large chunk what I actually said here. So, well, it's good um, good practice there. You know, <laughs> it does. The the tears won't show up on Facebook. That's true. Yeah, you can't tear stain um, the, the yeah Fra- exactly. things I could say like phrasings of things I could say that it would just it would, that I know it would make my that I would like lose it that mm-hmm. just you know wait but um, which I mostly uh, avoided. I understand. Uh, I understand. But um, anyway, uh, it feels like Saturday night to me because I didn't really work today. It was weird. Hey man. Also, it's a very beautiful day today, and we just were like out of the house, so it was like that's the weekend. That makes sense. But, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, enjoy your fake weekend. Well, it's a real weekend now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, and I will talk to you later. Yeah. All right, you have a good one. Have a good night, sir. Edit edit out my yawn. Damn it. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs>